Woo. Welcome to episode two of the Numbers Don't Lie podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, let's get straight to it. So we all know last night the Clippers lost to the Nuggets. Kawhi Leonard, the cyborg, is uh, going on an early vacation along with Paul George, which is trash. I don't like Paul George. I don't like him. I don't like Pat Beverly. I don't like none of these guys. They're garbage. I mean, they play, but whatever. You know what I mean? These, these guys are just overrated guys. You know what I mean? Pat Beverly just runs around the court like a little idiot. He doesn't do much. What does he do? He'll get a defensive play every now and then, but if you watch him, majority of the time, he's messing up the plays. Yeah, because you're running around. You're, you're, you're taking the team out of position. You're supposed to be here. You're not there. That guy's open. They shoot. They score. No one sees the, those parts. We just see the parts where he swipes the ball or he pushes the guy or he does these little stupid things. Other than that, anyways, they're out of it. Nuggets versus the Lakers. And I'm seeing a lot of talk online now. Everybody's everybody's going for uh, Jamal Murray now. Now Jamal Murray's the guy to stop LeBron, right? It was supposed to be Kawhi. Now it's Jamal. You know what's crazy with LeBron? They just, they just constantly push the goalposts. Like, no matter what happens... Like I'm, in, I'm talking to these guys right now. They're talking about LeBron losing three to three to nine in the finals. Dog, I don't understand. I don't understand that narrative. It doesn't make any sense because, well, they compare it to Jordan. That's where it comes from. Because Jordan won six of six in the finals, so that means he went to the finals six times and he won six times. LeBron went to the finals nine times and he won three times and lost six times. So how, did, how is it a knock against LeBron that he went there more? Because Jordan also made the playoffs, but not every time he made the playoffs, he made it to the finals. He lost in either the first or the second round a lot more than LeBron did. So what does that mean? Okay, so that means if LeBron loses earlier in the playoffs, it's okay for him to lose early and not late. It makes no sense. It's, it's, I think it would be better if you give LeBron props or respect for making it far in the playoffs and then losing right at the door of a championship, right? Other than that, I don't know. It's a flawed logic. I know this was created by journalists that don't like LeBron and LeBron haters. And uh, you know one thing people are forgetting? LeBron's 35 years old. Look what he's doing. If they win a championship this year, you know, I, I think they're going to win it again next year. Who's going to stop them? If AD gets better, they add, they add another piece. I'm hearing Giannis wants to be there. I'm not really fond of Giannis joining the Lakers. That's not a good fit to me. I mean, it's a great fit, but I don't like super teams like like that. That's like that's a little bit too much, right? Giannis needs to be a Batman on his own team or have a couple guys under him, in my opinion. But if he does go there, why, hey... Another championship, and I don't see the difference between Kevin Durant going to the Warriors and Giannis going to the Lakers. The same damn thing, right? He joined the championship team. He joined. He, he he's going to be joining a championship team because, yeah, Lakers are winning. That's my bold prediction. Okay. Um, the Raptors are looking to trade. Also looking to sign. Um, Fred Van Fleet, we're looking to trade some players. That's what I'm hearing, rumor-wise. But I don't know what's going to happen there. I just feel like Kawhi leaving the Raptors was the biggest mistake of all time. Like, 
look how far that team went without him and look where he went without them. Combine the two and I think you have another championship this year. It's just biggest mistake by a superstar, uh, in my opinion. Uh, what else is in the news? Um, the Celtics versus the Heat series. I don't know, man. It seems like these, these, these teams seem to be matched up pretty evenly. So we just got to wait and see what happens. Um, it's going to definitely go down to the wire. But, uh, but I think that like, if you watch the Heat when they play, the Heat has a movement like the Warriors in 2015. Lots of movement, off-ball movements. You know, when, there's no, um, what do you call it? There's not too much ball dominance. You do have Jimmy Butler and stuff, but he's not really, I, I, I give him, he's being an unselfish superstar. He's not, really, he's not really dominating the ball where, you know, the time of possession in his hand is more than his team. He keeps, he keeps the ball moving, keeps the chemistry flowing. Everybody's getting touches. Everybody's feeling good about themselves so that when they do get a chance to shoot, you know, they have a better chance, percentage of making the shot than being cold all game, not touching the ball, and then expected to, you know, come through when they need you. That's one thing about being, about being ball dominant that people don't realize. That's what Al Narvison did to his teammates. He was so ball dominant that he made them cold so that when they, when they did have a chance to, you know, take a shot or, 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 or try to look to score, they were off rhythm. There was no rhythm there for them. They, were, they, didn't, they didn't get in rhythm all game. They were just pretty much watching the Allen Iverson show all game, right? Anyways, that's it for this episode. Numbers don't lie. Tune into my next episode, and I don't know what to talk about. I'm not going to make any predictions this time. We'll just see. Peace, y'all.